You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Well, I'm pressing record. If they start barking, you're going to... Oh, or whining. That's Indiana. Whining and barking. What do you guys... You got something on lock? Say hi. Oh, it's so annoying. <laughs> it's kind of sweet. Sweet little girl. She just whines at everything. There's not even anything wrong. She's sitting on the couch with Mark and Henry, and there's nothing wrong. She ate dinner. Stop putting it up to her face. It's an annoying sound. She just like she, she just whines all all the time. She makes such weird noises. Well, she's part husky and coyote. Yeah. Anyways, this is the bonus episode, and I'm doing it with Mark, if you couldn't already tell. And this is the bonus episode for episode 37. 30 several? What are you doing? Well, Mark just got up and walked away, so maybe he just really didn't want to do this. Oh, you know, it's it's okay. It's not, it <laughs> he just went to get paper towels because we're, we both have a, a cocktail. And he likes to put, put them on a paper towel because I have glass on my very 70s looking uh, very coffee 70s. table. Yeah, very 70s. But I found it. It was free. And it's very cool. Now I'm going to have to post a picture of it. But you know what makes more noise? <coughs> that does. The dog's fighting. We're going to have to start this all over now. Should we put them outside? You should put them outside. I'm going to explain the drinks, the paper towel thing. I mean, I think I explained it pretty well. But you know that the ice clinking around makes more noise. They're going to keep fighting. Just put them outside. They get rowdy after dinner. If only this was video, it would be way more entertaining. All right, the dogs are outside. So now we can do this quietly. And if they bark, it'll just bother the neighbors and not our recording. I don't know. We don't really have anything to talk about about the part two. I just know, I mean, that you enjoy doing bonus episodes. So I'm, I'm letting you do it. About. Stop making your voice so deep and weird. That's not your really your voice. Um, this is how I talk all the time. I think we got some more feedback about you being on the episode. I, of course, don't have any of those DMs or Apple reviews in front of me, but People seemed to understand that it was a little bit chaotic and also seemed to think it was kind of fun. So It was a little bit crazy. It, it was. took some time. It was. I mean, my favorite part, which was not my favorite part at the time, but my favorite part is what I posted on social media that was like, I'm, I'm talking about something. I don't even remember what it was. And, and Jenna's like, you said nooners. Are they having nooners? And then it goes five PMers. And then you both just kept like playing off of each other, just having your own little podcast conversation in the you know background when I'm trying to tell a damn story. I know it's kind of funny. What we were talking about he just goes away for like hours and comes back, and 
He's like, oh, I brought some McDonald's. <laughs> Jenna's <laughs> like, oh, a quarter pounder? Jenna She's like, I'd be fine. I don't care what he was doing. <laughs> yeah, you she know? loved McDonald's. So I think we'll do it again. But as I've said, like multiple times, it'll just have to be with less alcohol. Just a few less drinks. Yeah, it was it was Sunday, which is usually a very like. I had the Sunday scaries, so I needed a cocktail bad. Oh, my gosh. There's never a day that you don't. Well, not on Mondays. <laughs> um, so I thought we would just talk about some, I don't know, just talk about some other random things. I'm not sure what. What about the part when Jenna's all, isn't it annoying when Mark knows things? Yeah. You know, I cut out, there's one part where I, and I cut it out because I got so mad at you. And when I was listening to it, editing it, I was like, ooh, I sound like really angry, like a real bitch here like i was but it was annoying we were like in 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 hour three of recording and you and jenna were like having a party in the background and i'm just trying to get through like a murder story so it is annoying when you know things also you're always guessing things ahead of time i know we've already talked about that so i don't want to keep repeating ourselves but you're quite good what did we watch the other night um uh, was it one the of conjuring scary, yeah one of your scary movies yeah, so by the way Folks or people out there. Listeners. Listeners. Oh, yeah. They're listeners. Yeah. Listen up. <laughs> it's starting to be, it's going to be Halloween, but it's not October yet, but it's scary movie time in this yeah. household. So That's I'm right. like, what do you want to watch? She's all, let's watch another scary movie. <laughs> That's right. I so said, I've seen a lot. In yeah. I said a scary movie week. every night until Halloween. And so we've watched The Conjuring 1 and 3. We didn't watch 2. And we watched Insidious 2, but not 1. And we watched Cobweb, which you you have to pay for on Amazon with, with Lizzie Kaplan. Remember, like, I really like her. I, it, 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 like, fell flat for me. I felt the same way. Yeah, I didn't love it. all those movies. Yeah, no, you did. You liked him. Oh, but the whole point of this was to say that we were watching one of those movies, which, okay, granted, they are a little bit predictable, but you've never seen any of them. And the whole time you're like, oh, I bet I bet it's him. I bet the ghost is in him or the demons in him. Or And I was like, like in the first like two seconds. Yeah. And also, too, I will. It's annoying, but I will be like, it is annoying. Thank I'll you. say exactly what they're going to say. Yeah, that's very irritating. It's kind of predictable. Those scary. Well, buckle up because we got like six more weeks of them. OMG. Is there, <laughs> I mean, I guess there's enough movies to fill that time. Of course there are. And if it's not going to be scary movies, then it'll be a scary TV show. I mean, it's that or the Gilmore Girls. So, which he scary did. Scary movies, please. <laughs> scary <laughs> movies. Like, I can watch the most violent thing. Just, no, I, stay I don't off like of that, that violent stuff. No, you're going to I told him that Gilmore Girls will grow on him once we get into like later later seasons. Oh, okay, you love Desperate Housewives. Only because I get to watch it and then tell you exactly what's going to happen and it really annoys you, so it's kind of <laughs> fun, you know. All right, let's move on. I want to I want to know from listeners when is it too early to decorate for Halloween? Halloween's my favorite favorite holiday. If you didn't already know that, I'm sure I've said that a bunch of times. Um like when we were younger in Chicago, my parents, our parents used to, they loved, loved Halloween. So we would decorate like a lot and not cheesy decorations, like scary decorations. And like super serious, like haunted houses and all yeah, that Yeah. So we had like a, for a while we had an unfinished basement. So it was kind of creepy already. 
Um, and my dad worked in TV. And so one of his best friends was the art director, I want to say, or the creative director of, of the TV commercials they would do. And so he came over. His name was Alan. And Marcus. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm, his last name is escaping me. But anyways, he, he he would come over and his wife and they came over for like a couple weeks leading up to Halloween. And they like constructed this haunted tunnel through our basement in Chicago. They like took metal um, piping. It probably wasn't piping because it was bendable. So I don't know. Metal. PVC. Something. Yeah, something like that. And they like, but they bent it into like a tunnel shape. So it was like a, you know, they built like a, a skeleton. Like a yeah, they built like a tunnel, but then they draped it in black tarp. And then the tunnel would twist and turn and make like S shapes through the basement. And then in each like crevice, you know, where it turns like in that, turn in a 90 degree angle there was an issue yeah but it's not there's no 90 degree angles in an s it's like um, a curve yeah and they would cut a hole in the tarp and then and then designed like a scary scene right behind there like somebody sitting in a chair with the tv on but it's all blurry and then the that person sitting in the chair like had a axe in their head your dad's like w2 forms on the other side everybody's like oh shit and then they (laughs) walk you would walk through and you like look in there and then somebody would jump out i mean they we saved chicken bones for so long because they hung real chicken bones at the entrance kind of like um like streamers almost like streamers hanging down but it was all chicken bones tied on strings you guys ate a lot of chickens yeah we ate a lot of chickens it was really fun anyways uh I'll, i'll try and i have we have, Were any of them hot wings, so they're like spicy, <laughs> scary. <you know? laughs> it's like blue cheese, blue cheese dripping. You from know them, all yeah. those um, home videos I have. I don't think we have any of that on home video, which is so sad. But I, I, we bet we have some pictures in one of these. Um, Maybe because like your dad saw them, and there was like figures in there, and he's like, "Whoa!" Oh, it was like really haunted. Yeah, it was like really haunted. I'm gonna find pictures in some of the photo albums I have, and I'll have to post them. But I grew up loving Halloween. And so last year, Mark was not living here. You were. I was not. No. And so I, but I threw a Halloween party all by myself. I was here and I helped. (laughs) And it was great. It wasn't scary, but it was great. And um, I was freaked out. And I have a lot of, so I have a lot of decorations that I acquired last year for this party. And I want to put them up now. And I'm wondering when is it too early to put up? Halloween decorations because I, I feel differently about Halloween than Christmas. I think that Christmas decorations can't go up until after Thanksgiving. Sure. Like that, like you, like get, let's get through one holiday before you get to the next. There's no holidays between now and, and Halloween. So it's kind of like fall time if we lived somewhere that wasn't blisteringly hot always. And so it seems like reasonable to put up a couple of scary decorations. Well, I think that this, this is why my opinion is like, Start throwing a couple pumpkins out, like little pumpkins, like little gourds and well, stuff. Like, yeah, let's do start that. Start off slow. Like, I don't need like a huge like spider web in the corner. Spider web yeah. in the corner right now. Okay, you know? okay, I can deal with that. And then by the last week in September, we're going full fledged. Well, you will. I will just deal with it. Right. Oh my gosh. Like I told you, I was already we were watching like, scary movies, so I'm just gonna like build some mechanical like devices to like creak open the door in the middle of the night i'll know it's <laughs> happening she'll be like oh my god freaked out <laughs> um i want to know what our listeners um opinion on that and then what are your guys favorite fall traditions and i would love to know everybody's favorite scary movies because 
I mean, mine are classics, Scream, Poltergeist. For some reason, I love Halloween H2O, which is weird because it's awful. Um, but I, I don't know. I like it. What's the theme? Dun, 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 dun. I don't know what it is. Halloween. Yeah, it's a theme for Halloween. But yeah. I think it's a um, Hocus Pocus, although I wasn't crazy about the second one. Yeah. I don't know. I like I It's like not really Hall- a scary movie. I know, but I like scary movies. But what I like better is movies that take place at Halloween in like towns where the leaves are changing and everyone has pumpkins on their front porch. Like those and type of movies. And there's murders happening. And there's murders happening. So if anybody has any suggestions, I'm always looking for new scary movies and Halloween movies. So please send those in. Um, what are you watching on TV right now? I mean, I know we've been watching scary movies at night. I mean, just nothing but scary movies. That's <laughs> all I'm watching. Yeah. No, you were watching. You've been watching something today when you got home from work early, and I was working. Yeah, it's like an Apple show called Foundation. Is that the one Jenna watched also? No, I think she watched Invasion. Oh, which wow. I also like. Kind of watch. It's like are they the same thing? No, they're completely different. Like okay, Foundation's like space future business and it sounds it's like, like game of thrones when i'm just passing through the living room and hear it in the background but it's weird like passes through time or whatever i mean it's not it's not anything great it just you know i like a sci-fi show i always yeah, have you do. so like it's just like you know i put it on like kind of watch it and stuff it's not x-files is kind of scary maybe we could watch some of those i love the x-files so do I. what's your most annoying habit um I don't know. If I knew it, I probably wouldn't do it. You know? That's not true. I tell you things that are annoying all the time, and you just probably that I'm like a like I'm kind of a nitpicker, and I also like kind of a control freak. So like you know, we're <laughs> cooking and shit. I'm like, are those onions chopped to the perfect proportion? You know, you know that's my. You don't even have to ask. I don't know, know if that's. that's my, I don't know it. if that's your most annoying, but I will say when we first started dating, and you'd be like, "Can I show you something?" But that's that's the difference. That just hit me right now because the other night you said something to me like, is that how you're going to do that or something? And I was like, shut the hell up. This is my dish that I'm cooking. Let me cook it. And I realized that in the past when you would do that early on, you'd be like, do you, can I show you something about the tomatoes? You mind if I show you something? And then I'd be like, no, sure. And you're like, you know, if you chop them like this, you get a little bit of a better chunk. To, and I was like, cool. But so there's a big difference between saying, can I show you something or or can I help you with that or something like that? And then being like, is that how you're going to do it? Well, because I've showed you so many times. I'm like, are you, did you forget? <laughs> oh <my> you know, <laughs> oh, did you forget? <laughs> Trying to make like the hello oh, fresh, like the hello fresh thing. It's like how to chop an onion. Oh, you know? Okay. Well, it's, it's just like, it's, it's sweet, but you're just random. You're a little more random, you know? You're like, I'm a little more flighty. Not just more random about it. You're about my chopping? Well, just, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, am I cooking? I don't put on timers. I just, I just, guesstimate yeah exactly i'm like i'm like is that is the oven on fire you're all i'm all just set a timer you're all it's fine i'm all it's on fire you know that's the problem you know anyways this is not a relationship podcast so let's move on what's the best type of cheese Ooh, one one type cheese yeah and it's got to be quick because nobody wants to hear us thinking for me it's probably gouda i love it Mm. there's just manchego fontina Fontina. It's my favorite ever. And it's like never very affordable. It's like it's it's an expense. It's not expensive, but it's like more expensive than a block of like, you know, craft cheddar. cheddar. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. If anybody's not had Fontina, that's a good one. It's like Yum. delicious. Or that drunken goat. It's like a hard goat. It's not goat's cheese. I don't know. My mom used to get it from Trader Joe's. It's very good. Um, I don't know how we're on cheese, but. I'm just, I just have random things. <laughs> 
it's it just random things. Oh, I did want to tell everybody last time. I think the last bonus episode I recommended some podcasts. I can't remember what they what they were now, but I'm always listening to podcasts when I swim or walk or drive, and um, and clean. And I actually like podcasts that are pretty different from our podcasts. Uh, I don't listen to that many like kind of unscripted conversational podcasts. I tend to listen to more um, like documentary style podcasts, I guess. And so I, I came across this one called The Opportunist. It's been out for a while because there's, I think, eight seasons. And each season is a diff- focuses on a different kind of crime. Um, and, but I, so I listened to season seven which focuses on two programs, Challenger and Summit Quest, that are um, called Wilderness Therapy Programs in Utah. And they're kind of promoted as a way to help struggling teens. But in the first episode, you learn this, that in ni- 1990, um, a, a girl named Michelle Sutton attended Summit Quest and died. Summit Quest sounds. What year was this? 1990. I guess it kind of makes it sense of like stupid 80s shit. Summit Quest. Is there a mountain involved? Yes, they're in Utah, and I mean, I did when I was younger, Outward Bound. So I was kind. I kind of was thinking it was like that, but it's not at all. Once you like get into this and hear about um, how these kids are treated, it's insane. It costs parents, you know, it's anywhere from like 60 to 90 days that the kids go on this. It costs parents like between twelve and $20,000. And and it's promoted as like, kind of like as Outward Bound was. Like it's going to be an adventure. You're going to get to rediscover yourself. And there's going to be like baskets and therapy stuff. involved. And it'll be hard work and hiking and camping out and stuff. But like it'll, you know, it'll be good. And, and Outward Bound was like that. Like it was hard. We hiked a lot. We whitewater rafted. We slept outside. We didn't shower for a month. It was making our own food. It was exhausting, and it was also awesome, and the counselors were great, and it was wonderful. This, most of the kids who went on it, like, this this isn't a weight loss thing at all in any way. Lost anywhere from 30 to 50 pounds while they were there. They were given um, Vegemite and... A Vegemite sandwich? No, just Vegemite and oh, um, like it. dried peas. Yum. And they were given two quarts of water a day for drinking, showering, and cooking food. That's all they got. And they were in the Utah desert and mountains hiking 15 miles a day. And well, two quarts of water, that's just abuse because, like, you need it, more water than that. Right. Well, so Michelle died of dehydration. And she continued to say, I'm dying. Something's wrong. I'm dying. And the counselors were like, you're fine. And actually, if you complained, the counselors would make it worse. They'd make you like either hike just in your underwear or sleep out in the cold in your underwear. Uh, I remember. But this was for delinquent kids, right? I mean, not just delinquent, like struggling teens, like kids who are just having a hard time. It doesn't have to be like kids who it's not like kids who are going to be you can't do this instead of going to juvenile detention. It wasn't like that okay. serious. It it's like, like oh, my, kids who did my, school all the time okay. or her being rebellious or who are talking bad, you know? <clears throat> and I mean, it's, it was, it blew. I, I've been fascinated by it the whole time I've listened. It's unbelievable. And I just got to the last episode 
and this isn't really spoiling anything, but it was, but sh- at the end of the last episode for well, this. Well, we know she died. Well, they tell you that in the first episode and then more people die. And at the end of the series, the, the season, um, the host who I really like the way that she tells the story, uh, she says that in the past, I don't know, 10 or 20 years, 175 children, kids have died on these wilderness therapy programs that are marketed and touted as being like to help your kid, but they're just, they're a con, they're but a money grab. But there's multiple ones, obviously. Like, I don't know how many are, but that's a lot of people that die in like a Because there's quest. no regulations. Utah has no regulations. And even after. No, uh, what? So I can start one in Utah and like no reggies? No. Now they did pass, they passed laws like back then after yeah, That you two have to like kids. give water to kids. But it didn't. It didn't matter. Like it kept happening. It kept I happening. The, I love the nineties. It was. I mean, it was. Sh- it was shocking. It, this one guy who went on. Tra- I can't remember if it was Challenger or Summit Quest. He was eleven, and after like thirty days, he was like, "I'm gonna die out here. Like this is awful. This is you're. There's no communication with anybody. You are." M- Michelle, when she died, she, they were ninety miles from the closest town. 90 miles and Good. so these like little like this boy i can't remember his name he was 11 at the time and another kid they were like we got to get out of here and so they like took the job of going to look for firewood and they decided they were going to run away and they didn't have water or anything because they were out looking for firewood but they were like we it'll be better we've got to find something and they traveled they ran away and ran 30 miles I imagine most of it was walking. Well, I, I don't mean they ran. They traveled. They, they traveled, thank you, 30 miles and got to um, the town of St. George, maybe, in Utah. Uh, that was, like, the closest town usually. Michelle actually died in Arizona. They had just, like, crossed over the border. Um, but this little boy, he was 11 years old, and they got to, like, a, a service road and flagged somebody down. They were like, we're being abused, and the guy, the truck driver took them to the police and the police put them in the car and drove them back out to the desert. We're going to call your parents. And dropped them back off at Summit Quest with their group. Like, it, it, it's, I, I'm not doing it justice, but like, it is a mind-blowing story to hear the torture and how this went on for years and how many kids died. Another kid died from dehydration Lots of kids have died, but they specifically talk about like Michelle and this one other kid. His last name was Bacon. I remember like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, but his Love first name bacon. wasn't Kevin. Um, but I I really recommend it. it. It fascinated me. So it's called The Opportunist. the The season I listened to was season seven. I also listened to season eight, which was good. But this one just like blew my mind well it's kind of interesting like i could understand if you're like at a summer camp or something like that you have yeah, a fall or you're something a kid you don't yeah. want to be there and you're like this sucks you'll say anything to anybody but the fact that he had to drive him back 30 miles yeah it's like no oh, okay and and she talks she does get multiple like a lot of people weren't willing to talk to her who had been on these programs but she does end up getting a handful of people who i mean she gets one girl amanda i think who was in the group with michelle and she takes you through that whole last 24 hours before Michelle died. And the most shocking thing to me, well, there was a lot, but I'm just going to say one, is that, you know, Michelle for 24 hours was saying to the counselors, it was like five kids and two counselors, I'm, I need water. And the counselors said, 
if any of you give her your water, it's her fault that she doesn't have any water left. If any of you give her your water, you won't get water for like the next three days. And so sure. none of them could give her water. She started hallucinating. She, yeah, like dying of dehydration. It's like, supposed to be extremely painful. It's extremely painful. And yeah. there's like obvious signs of it. Like, oh, yeah. Her mouth you, was yeah, getting white in the yeah, corners. Yeah, you have a lot of foam, like, she was like phlegm and stuff like that. Stumbling. You're hot and cold. Stumbling mm. and tripping. She she kept hallucinating. And then she got, it got to a point where she said, I can't see anything. I can't see. And, uh, and then she collapsed. And died. And when she collapsed, the two counselors, a guy and a girl, ran away. Ran away ran into away. the woods. Just left into the woods. What and did they do out there? Did they get more firewood or no, something? No. Like, Michelle died. Well, they didn't know she well, was dead was yet. Who was there? Like, just them? Just two counselors and five kids. And the counselors, as soon as Michelle, they were the ones who kept saying, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Stop complaining. And Michelle collapsed at, a, you know, at one point. And everybody was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And the two counselors saw her collapse and just took off and ran into the woods and were just gone. And so the, the other four kids were, like, doing CPR, trying to save her. They couldn't. She died right there in front of them. And then they had to figure out what the fuck to do. Don't give anybody your water in that situation. Keep it all to yourself. Well, I'm not going to say what they did, but um, it's really good. I spent a lot of time. Was it like Yellow Jackets? No, it was not like Yellow Jackets. Don't make fun of it. This was, I mean, it's really. Not it's making like, fun of it. it it's a, intense. It's an know? intense, great podcast. I highly recommend it to anybody who wants to listen. Um, and don't go to summer camp. <laughs> it's not summer camp. <clears throat> it's a like wilderness therapy program. Sounds very therapeutic. Um, I don't really know. I don't really have much else. What is something that you don't mind waiting for? Nothing. Least <laughs> <laughs> zero. Mm-hmm. You're about as impatient as I am. I, I actually, you know, the one <coughs> thing I don't mind waiting for is like when you go to dinner and it's like a nice restaurant. You're like, mm-hmm. for dinner. Cause it's like you're having a drink and stuff. It's almost like. Let it sit for a little while. Yeah, that's true. The atmosphere, you know? Yeah. I'm like, how long is it taking? Yeah. I think that you generally don't mind waiting for dinner because no matter how early we try to eat, you like pre-dinner activities. And so do I. But you like like a pre-dinner cocktail, a little snack, an appetizer, sitting outside and talking. That's why half the time we don't eat until nine o'clock because you just want to like chit chat and and enjoy. It's like an overly extended cocktail hour. Which I'm not criticizing. I enjoy it as well, but is, you know, you get, <clears throat> you get off work and you're like, ah, I want to like, you know, they call it the winding down. Like I like to wind down. Well, you wind down on the couch by falling asleep, but then when like five o'clock hits, you're like, let's, you know, we'll chop some stuff and get it ready. We'll have a cocktail. We'll sit outside and chit chat. It's all winding down. <laughs> it's all winding you down. All watch the- out! I have some <laughs> summer camps that you can go to. Yeah. <laughs> How long is your thimble of water? Go get wood. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, I was gonna say what's my most annoying habit, but you already knew that. But we discussed this during the break. Oh yeah, I didn't say your. I didn't. I wasn't honest about your most annoying habit. You're yeah, I kind of. Uh, this is like I grew up in a family of very wonderful people, but you know, kind of get into an argument for no, for not argument's sake, just to like have a debate, you know. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, it, most of the time, but I don't really give a crap about what we're talking about. You're explaining something. We haven't even told them what it is yet. Well, it's just, you know, arguing about anything. 
Yeah, yeah, yes. But Mark but you brings don't have to up particularly bring up anything. Yeah, it's not even for argument's sake, and it's not really like I like arguing for argument's sake. I like I like a good argument, and not even an argument. I like a good heated conversation. I don't mind disagreeing with somebody who I'm comfortable with disagreeing with, and if I feel strongly about something, I'm a pretty damn good arguer. But you become obstinate. You are like stubborn. There's just no. There's there's you're not. No offense. You're a good arguer to a certain point, but then you just keep repeating yourself. And there's just not, I cannot, you're unwilling to, to, as the argument goes on and as the night gets later, you're unwilling to see any other side except for your own. And it is infuriating. Sometimes when you're arguing, if you just like push a point, you get someone, they lose their shit. You know what I mean? It yes. Do you know how annoying that is? The, yeah, but like, but I, like, like to, I don't. But I, I like, like to win. I'm a winner. Great, but do that with your mom, your brothers, whatever. I don't want to do that with you, because you're never gonna win an argument with me about something that I feel strongly about and that I know you're wrong about. Oh shit. Yeah, it's just not gonna happen. And all you're gonna end up doing is I just will lose my fucking mind, and then it just becomes a fight. There's a big difference between having a heated argument discussion and a fight. And I like a heated conversation. When I say this isn't, we're not getting anywhere, we need to stop, you have to listen because then it just turns into a fight and I like a fight too. Everybody does. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to say this. we're going to cut all that. Let's get back to this. Let's talk about I'm this. I'm not cutting all that. I think it's a good idea. But anyways, I'd like to talk about, I think you should totally do an episode. It's in Utah. Maybe you should have a little mini series about all these Utah deaths and these camps. It's like, I know it's not, a, but I guess, they already did it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That is, I, <laughs> I just told people to listen to a podcast that is that. Now, Shit. don't get me wrong. When I, I was, leave it out, then no. When I was listening to it at first, I was like, I wonder if I could find find a different death at one of these to talk about and and say that this was inspired by the Opportunist podcast about by Michelle Sutton's death. It, it inspired me to look into other ones and do that. So I could probably do that, but it just. It, this is a great podcast. I, I by no means would, would think that we could tell this. We couldn't tell this in any better than they did on that podcast. We wouldn't. So Now I want to listen because that, that really interests me. It's, it's like fast. It's that. really fascinating. It's really good. It's only seven episodes. It's really, really good. Um, so I hope that I'm not pushing people away from our podcast <laughs> to another podcast. But, I, I mean, sure I got to be honest. It is, it is quite good. Um, and... I don't know. I, I, I mean, guess it's not like if you like recommend like a book. Like even if you're a writer, there's writers that like recommend a book, and it's that's what I meant. A good to book say. doesn't make it. It's like you're recommending. You no, I know. It. That's what I meant to say. I've been. I said this. I think on something recently. I've been reading a lot lately, and um, maybe I didn't say that, but I, I don't know how to say it. I'm not reading like great American classics. You know, just like I don't know. I, I like a thriller. A miss, uh, a like casual a crime, read. I like a crime thriller, and so I don't know. Two weeks ago or something, I I was just looking on Kindle, and I came across this book called *The Housemaid* by Frida McFadden. And I was like, Man, I'll try it. I loved it, and there's a and there's actually two. It's *The Housemaid* and *The Housemaid's Secret*. Loved it, and when I finished both of them in record time, I was like, well, oh, I, in record time. I need another one. Like I have to, and and luckily. There's this more. author has written, no, no more in that housemates. It's not even a series, just two. But she has a ton of uh, 
like crime, you know, kind of easy read crime thrillers. And now I've read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm on my eighth one right now in the past like two and a half weeks. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Well, when I wake up in the middle of the night at like three, which I do almost every night and I can't go back to sleep, I just read it on my Kindle or on my phone. And um, I... I'm not going to get into telling you about each of them because I could tell I could no spoiler alerts. Just maybe read them. Yeah. She actually told me she, cause she's reading them. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and I get like a really bogus synopsis of like the whole situation. She's all, someone was here and they did this. <laughs> like, like, did you actually read it? But okay. Like, well, I'm not great. It's really hard to summarize like a 350 page book into a four minute, um, you know, synopsis. Like I want to tell you all the parts. So someone was locked in the room. Someone got killed. Like this happened. Yeah. Well, simple. I'll just say if anybody's looking for a, a good crime thriller, it, each of these books, here's the selling point for each of her, her books, what I've realized, because now I'm, I'm on the eighth one. They're all different, but each of them has a twist that you kind of don't see coming. Even you, when I told you about the housemaid, you guessed what was going to happen and you were wrong. It, each one has that's a that's true. It's more, well, it's, it's like better written than like an ABC show, you know what I mean? Like, I can. Yeah, I guess. Anyways, well, if anybody's uh, looking for a good crime thriller read, um, look up Frieda McFadden. Uh, the Housemaid was great. The Coworker, One by One, Do Not Disturb. There's a, bu- there's a bunch. And I have not found one that I have not liked. So those are my recommendations. This has now become a relationship slash recommendation bonus episode that people probably turned off a long time ago. Oh, I'm sure there's a, I'm sure Eggleston's pissed. <laughs> Eggleston. <laughs> or Eggleton or Eggleston? Eggleton. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I did want to like say thank you to lots of people who have shared nice comments and been understanding the, about the chaotic episode. Um, one, uh, I got, there's just one that's, they all, I love all the messages. I've said that before, but, uh, Chanel Snyder, I hope I'm saying that right. She sent us, um, a message just randomly. (laughs) I thought it was really funny. She said, I don't have the mental capacity to find the actual place to leave a review, but I absolutely love your podcast and fuck anyone who whines about it. (laughs) <laughs> love that. It's <laughs> a great. I, I don't know. It's just like it made I me laugh. The time and I just want to say something. Yeah. yeah, straight to the point. It was really nice. And then, I mean, uh, I will try to next time ha- be more prepared with all of the wonderful messages that we keep getting from lovely people. Um, but I think we should wrap this up. This has gone on long enough, and it's really a whole bonus episode about absolutely nothing. We gave some good recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. I would ask you, like, I wanted to, like, throw this in, like, your favorite movie, but you don't really have one. Like, you're all going to It's impossible. It's impossible. I'm, you know what? That's probably one of my most annoying qualities. I'm pretty indecisive about certain things. Yeah, it's like, I know that you would love, like, I love so many movies. Like, there's so many movies I think are, like, some of the best. But there's, like, one movie that I always go back to. That just seems to be the best movie I've ever seen. No, see, I, that's see for me, it's more of a. That's my favorite movie. What? See, Unforgiven, written and directed by Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman's in it, Gene Hackman's in it. It's a western. Okay. It's so good. I, I, I know that I knew that actually. 
But I have like, I have multiple favorite movies because I have movies that like I think are just so amazing, so well done, so well written, and I love watching them. But I'm not gonna like put them on all the time. It's not a movie that I could pop on any time and watch. It has to be. I, I have to be in the mood. But is there is there a movie that you have where, you know, I know it's all streaming now, mm-hmm. but even streaming, like if I'm like going through Netflix or whatever, and it's just like you know, it's your suggestions, kind of knows what you're doing. But it's all The Unforgiven. Like, I have to click on it. It's like crack for me. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and watch it, you know? That's weird to me. No, I don't have anything really like that. It's just one of those movies I'm like, ah, I love it. I just, It's such a good movie to me that I will always watch it. Yeah, if I don't. It's on. I don't really have, I mean, I have lots of movies like that. I don't, I, that, that is, I'm indecisive about like, if you ask me my favorite anything, I can't. How do you narrow it down? There's so many th- movies and books and cheeses. How do you pick one? You know, I mean, it's just of anything. The one that you're like most. Hey, that's the one that like. Gives I mean, me sometimes all the it's like it's like The Departed is one of my favorites. It's a great. Sometimes film. Nightcrawler is my favorite. Mm. Yeah, I know you don't like that. I mean, for most of my life, it was Newsies and Hocus Pocus. So I mean, it's it's a I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, and, and there's more than that. And I just am not thinking of them right now, but narrow it down for you. I have to narrow it down. What is your best crime movie, romantic movie, drama? I still couldn't sci-fi do it. Sci-fi movie. I still couldn't do it. You really couldn't have it down? Just like crime dramas? Probably not. No, probably dun, not. Dun, 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 dun. That's a TV show. Yeah. TV shows. I could narrow down more. I have like a top five tv shows probably anyways no i can't i'm pretty indecisive of all that stuff i only i'm only not indecisive when it comes to big decision like should i pack up and move across the country or should i stay here and then i just make it and then i'm done i don't think about it again but when it comes to like what should we watch tonight yeah that's pretty hard for me that seems okay it's weird but that's that's the person you're dating so i know well now that we've worked out movies and everything well, yeah, let's wrap it up, and today was a rainy day in Tucson, almost Very all thundering. day. We woke up in the middle of the night with, like, the windows shuttering because mm-hmm. of the... Thunder, I love that. I didn't even think it was going to rain today. I, it rained do? almost what all day. Me and Henry went on a walk. I, put, I took a video, I put it on Patreon, like, I, of, like, a neighborhood tour, because, you know, a lot of people haven't been to Arizona and don't know what a Tucson neighborhood looks like, and it is way different than, like, a Midwest or East or even southern, like Georgia, Florida. It looks different than all of that. And so people who haven't been out here, obviously they've seen it on TV and movies and stuff. But, um, I mean, do you think there's a lot of Tucson TVs and movies that really represent this town? No, but I think there's Breaking Bad doesn't look like that takes place in New Mexico and Albuquerque. I mean, it's kind of track it's, house. It kinda it's makes not sense. that different. Like it, you, you see the neighborhood that Walt lives in. It's not like wildly different than neighborhoods here no but they don't have like a green like, grass front where lawn we're at it's every house is completely different yeah that's and true these you know this these houses were built 60 70 years ago most of them right and every because they were just it's old kind of old tucson in the sense where there was a lot open and you built a house on it so it's like brick and then it's like brick Stucco. but different and like it's just a lot of different yeah, things. I know. Well, that's what I showed in this video that I put on Patreon. That like it was showing like all these different houses I was walking through, you know, where me and Henry usually walk. I'm not gonna say the street names. Did you show the 
picture of the house that has like the F-15 no, in the garage. No, but I'm going to try and walk by there tomorrow. I should so show cool. it. Yeah, I should do that. That's true. It's um, literally cool, guys. It's like a house, it's a garage, it's a just right down the road. painting on it. And it's perfectly done. And it just looks like the garage door looks like there's a fighter jet parked inside of it. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's dope. pretty cool. And I'm a Top Gun fan, so. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. I'm gonna. I was planning to not edit this, but now I'm gonna have to edit parts of it. Well, shit. Okay. Um. Well, guys, if there's anything you ever want to hear us talk about on a bonus episode, we're gonna try and get back to the lookup list after this episode that I just put out today, because it was more of like a traditional, like me and Jenna. I think we stayed pretty concise, and we'll try and do some more lookup stuff. But um, that's it. Well, in honor of Jenna, good night and good luck. Good job, Fred. That was nice to say. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. You know, go to our Patreon, follow us on socials, leave us an Apple review, and we will be back next week with another episode and another bonus. Bye. Booyah. Say goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 